Welcome everybody to Apartment 103 and a Happy New Year, late Happy New Year, I know. But I think this is going to be our new schedule, end of the month. We're going to reflect on the month going into the new month and things I've learned or things that might have happened, things I don't like, things I do like. I want to reflect within our communities and going into the new year, I hope you guys have some goals set. I do personally always want to grow moving forward. Uh, mentally, spiritually, physically to be healthy. And I hope some of you who might want to tap into that mental health and spiritual health this year have the strength to do it, please do. And if you need any guidance as far as a push or advice, I may not be the one that knows it all, but I do know enough to maybe get you in the right direction. Now, with that being said, this month's reflection, (laughs) um, one of the main things I want to touch on, which will lead to a tangent of conversation, I guess you can say, we always talk about conversation, is something I posted on my personal social media of my local store here on my reservation in Rincon. The Rincon market will eventually be torn down and another one will be built. And not a matter of when, no, it is a matter of when it will be done, whether it be sooner or later, but it's going to be done. And it bothers me. I don't like it. And it's not so much like I hate it. I understand progress and eventually, you know, new things do come. And But I grew up in this area and that, that store's been there before I think I was born. I'm pretty sure it was there before I was born. And there's so much history there, so much sentimental value. And I think we're losing touch with this in our communities. It is these, these things that mean a lot to us. And I, I want to tap more into that. Um, but like the store as an example, I think that should be an historical landmark for our communities. And it's not. It's just seen as a store. And I get it. It's old. And it's not modern. But it means a lot. I mean, I remember seeing my uncles there. Um, I remember <laughs> having to carry a note for my mom to get cigarettes. I remember having to meet friends there. I remember... The type of candies we had there. There's so much memories there. Looking up for the first time and seeing the posters. If you've been there, you know what I mean. was such a crazy feeling as a kid. There's so much connection there. And I think of other tribes like Paula. Look at, you know, King's Store. Say if that was supposed to be torn down. Something was supposed to be built over it. You slow down a little bit to be built over it. That would tear some of you apart. That would that would hurt because there's so much memory, so much sentimental value. I think nowadays we're forgetting of what to hold on to in our communities. What keeps us together? What keeps the memories and the mindset together? I think of developments, of tearing down oak trees, you know. It's terrible. And we do it as if they're shrubs. When they're one of our most important and sacred trees, provide us one of our traditional foods, we wish, acorn mush. And if you go on Google and look up the benefits of like acorn jelly or acorn pudding, people pay high value for like our traditional foods. That's medicine. And we tear them down as if, again, they're shrubs. It's just like a pattern I'm starting to see develop. It's a pattern that I don't like. I wish we were more like Hawaii 
and their ukulele companies where they would tear down the trees and they would with one tree they tore down they would plant 10 giving back to mother earth i mean if we're tearing down oak trees to build up to build up to put up homes or um buildings for business why aren't we replanting why aren't we finding acreage to replant oak trees to collect acorns to keep our traditions and cultures alive and i say that with such emphasis because i remember going to a meeting here and that was a topic tradition and culture keeping it alive and so many elders not all of them not even elder elder but like someone who's like my mom's age they laughed they thought it was the funniest thing in the world and I'll never forget that. I'll never forget their faces. I'll never forget the feeling of disappointment. And it and it shows. I mean, reflect on what's going on around us in our communities. And I get it. Progress is always great. And I, I, I don't want to stop it. But at what cost? We only have so much that's ours. So much that we grew up with. Oak trees are one of them. I mean, we talk about things that really hold value in our culture and are sacred to us. In my local reservations, the ones that we're all banded together, you know, we talk about water as life for the natives out in the Midwest and up north and down south. We're an example, a prime example of when the outsiders take your water because they took ours. Our rivers are dried up. And yes, when it rains hard every once in a while, they'll lift the dam and the waters will flow, but they do not flow like they used to. They don't connect us like they used to. That river that flowed is what connected us as communities. And I think that's another topic I'm jumping into is community. These things such as, I just hit my mic. <laughs> These things such as the store, oak trees, the water, it's community. It's what holds us together. That's how we survive. That's how we stay mentally healthy. Spiritually healthy is community. You know, indigenous culture is always looked at because how they heal through song and story and gathering. That's something that other cultures don't have. That That's something that they studied and, and seen. And for you youth right now, sorry, my phone rang. For you youth, maybe this could be a new year, mm, I should say, goal for you. How can I find a way to get involved and help my community? And don't get me wrong, there are groups out there that are great. There are cultural groups that talk about plants and preserving our culture, song and traditions. Those are amazing. But they're individually separated by reservations why when and where can we start something where it's all of us creates community and creates that mindset of no separation when are we going to have that because separation is happening without us not even realizing it. if you don't watch the youth please take out time to watch them watch them communicate because they don't they don't communicate at all words and conversations are hard their social anxieties through the roof. Why is that? Because they're always on their mobile devices, cell phones, <laughs> Instagram, social media. 
It's disconnecting them from reality. It's disconnecting them from now, present. They're, they don't have their community of friends, a group of friends like we did in the, in the past. We were able to go outside and play sports and, and get dirty. And, but we were with our friends and neighbors. There's kids that don't go outside, even pre-COVID. A lot of kids would stay home. Nothing wrong with video games. Nothing wrong with computers. Nothing wrong with being home. But when it starts to be a pattern of disconnect and no more connection, for us, it's, it's a worry. The youth needs to start creating this connection with each other. Because they're all disconnected. Their community and their friends are on their phone. You know, when, you, when you're with family and dinner, what's more important? What's on your phone? That you're disconnecting from the stories and the family talk at the dinner table? When you're in a presentation of an elder and you're on your phone, you're texting or you're looking, scrolling, you're disconnected. There's no healing, there's no learning, there's no growing. Now, if you watch youth and you speak to youth, they can't have a conversation because they don't understand body language. They don't understand tone. They don't understand criticism that's for the better. It's hard for them. Their stress levels go and their brains shut them down because they're trying to protect. Their brains are trying to protect themselves. I'm sure I said that right. And it creates the kids to shut down. If you ever see kids when they talk, they look down. They, it's not respect. Fear is not respect. I don't like, I hate when kids do this. I want them to feel comfortable and feel safe when we have a conversation. And they can't because they don't practice conversations and conversations enough. And this, is, this should be a worry. Community is falling apart. Connection is falling apart. And that's what made us so strong. That was a pro of being an Indian country. This community. Because it was healing. It's, it's such a, a reflection from the past month. Because I've been really trying to, to see it. Trying to see a way to, how do we get the community, how do we get the youth involved? Because to be honest, the older ones in front of us, even some of my age, they don't care. They're out the door. You know, it's more reflect about traditions and culture when they go to the outside world. It's, it's go to the outside and open businesses and we're so proud to be native and we're so proud of our culture and we're so proud of our traditions. But when they come home, it's in the backseat. Because they only want the recognition from the outsiders. And yes, it's hard to please our own people. It is. It's Everyone knows it. When you want to start something or do something, present something, your own people are so hard to impress. They, they put that wall up like they're entitled. You have to impress me as an elder. When in reality, if you read story and listen to story, the elders were more welcoming in the past than they were. And then they are now. Let's be real. Then they are now. There's no push to be better. 
It's just let me evaluate and break you down so no one can be better than me, which it's not good, not healthy. But I challenge the youth, my generation and below to it's time to step up. It's time to find ways to do things like this. I'm all, you know, I'm trying to do the best I can, but I can't, I can't, I'm, I'm one person. And hopefully this could like spark something in some of you to get involved, to do more. Do something like this, do a podcast. Talk about your lessons learned from home. I know it's scary to put yourself out there. I know it's hard to be vulnerable. But sometimes we just got to grow and do it. Not just for you, but for each other. You know, I just seen recently, um, you know, shout out uh, 3R Brewery, I think it's called, the Rincon Brewery, who opened a new shop in, um, in town on the coast. And something that bothered me is never business. I always think it's great to have a business. But something that really bothers me, I seen the mural that was painted. And the natives are red. The skin is red. Maybe it's supposed to match the wall. But I thought we got rid of the name red skin a long time ago. A couple years ago. That stuff like that bothers me from the older generation. Not understanding and not recognizing the things the generations before them or behind them are trying to change. It's mostly the youth is trying to change that. And yes, I know there's a debate with the whole terminology of Redskin and the NFL teams and the use of indigenous culture to make money and people don't have an issue with it. Some people have an issue with it. That's a whole conversation in itself. And I don't mind having that conversation either. But what I'm saying is for locally... Actions speak louder than words. Are we something to make money off of? Are we really trying to hold our culture and traditions with value? So when we represent ourselves in town, it's accurate, not inaccurate. And that's where cultures and traditions come in. Because what you portray in the outside world is how they will portray us when they come here and think it's okay. I thought you guys dressed like this. I thought you guys act like this. No. Those are just the few who approved people to portray us like that. And to be honest, there's very few things that portray our cultures here accurately. Very few. I just I just want to see more from generations coming up. Don't be afraid to speak your mind. Don't be afraid to reach your goals. Don't be afraid to be you. I know it's hard in a world we live in. I know it's hard to find balance of living in the outside world and living home. We have to live two separate lives. And that's <laughs> that's disappearing too. There's so much youth who won't leave home that they don't know how to survive in the outside world. Past the cattle guards, per se. They can't communicate. And I, I get we live in great times in Indian country, which is the best. I think it's awesome. But there's, there's starting to be a cost of that. Lack of motivation is coming. 
when you lack motivation, you lack purpose. When you lack purpose, you lack reasons to live. And when you lack reasons to live, you turn to what? To numb the pain. And to numb the pain leads to bad decisions. Sadly, can lead to death. This is a scary pattern that's happening. There's no purpose for some of these kids. And we're forgetting about that. We're forgetting of showing them what life can offer as far as your culture and tradition and as far as living in an outside world. There's always a fight. And it seems like right now the fight is between us and the generations of trying to keep things alive not forgetting the past, but also of those who are trying to prosper, which is nothing wrong with it, but with the cost of forgetting what made us who we are. So I, I that's my rant. <laughs> that's the show for today. Uh, I know I got a little deep, but I hope that like just really sinks in for some of you. I really hope some of you kind of just... Mm, Let's get after it this year for, for Indian countries. Get after it for our communities. Let's get healthier. Let's get better. And as always, signing off. Om Wichya Yawah.